0: Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. No, really, really, I give up. I mean, I, it's, just, it's just hard to fathom. Hello, folks. Steve Z here, Truth Hurts program, second program of the day for January 25th, 2022. I cannot believe what my eyes have just shown me on the web. An article in Business Insider is entitled. Babies have better brain development if their family gets $300 a month, a new study finds. But Biden's $300 monthly check program just ended. (laughs) The bullet points in this article, written in Business Insider, simply say, A study found that giving low-income mothers regular cash payments improved babies' cognitive development. Mothers in the study received $333 per month, roughly the same as Biden's recently ended child tax credit. Income interventions should focus on parents of young children, researchers say. I've read it all now. Give welfare moms free money and their children get better cognitive development? Come on, man. This article says, growing up poor literally affects the way a child's brain develops. And having just a little extra cash on hand can help children adapt to change better. A new study shows. Before I go into this, let me just say, a newborn baby doesn't know the difference between rich and poor, black and white, Democrat and Republican. All a newborn child knows is, I'm breathing. I can see things. What are these things on the ends of my, what are they called, arms? Oh, fingers, look, they move. Ooh, and I have toes at the bottom and they move too. How much money, welfare money, a baby mama gets from Uncle Sam has absolutely nothing to do with whether the child will have better cognitive development. Anything to continue to push the handouts, the welfare, the gimme gimmies. An experiment called Babies' First Years provided poor mothers with cash stipends of either $333 a month or $20 per month for the first year of their children's lives. The researchers, a group of collaborators from seven universities, claim that having more money altered the infant's brain activity and suggests stronger cognitive development. But babies don't know what money is, you idiots. That's right, they stopped ACT and SAT testing that's why these college idiots think this is fact the article says that's because cash payments help stabilize and support the children's home environment by paying the bills that keep the lights on or buying cleaning products to help keep the home safe and clean or even paying the rent and it reduces stress for parents listen my friends give me an extra $333 a month just because I want it and I promise you, I'll tell any researcher that my cognitive development is improving. These baby mamas will say anything. Oh look, my baby be done look at me and smile today, cause I got my welfare check. God almighty, what does this world come to? And then they're saying, as the child tax credits end in the US, many parents will have to scramble for extra work and many more families will grapple with food insecurity. I've got a suggestion. Get an education before you spit out a child or eight. Get a job and earn your way through life like the rest of us did. This is the Truth Hurts program. The highly supportive of Joe Biden, Washington Post published an article yesterday afternoon. Aaron Blake wrote, the polling hits keep coming for Biden. Fox News polling has long been some of President Biden's best showing his approval ratings stay in the high 40s in recent months. Others show it declining. But in its latest release, it reinforces something we've seen in plenty of other polls, that Biden's remaining support, such as it exists, is very soft. The Fox poll shows 47% of people continue to approve of Biden's performance as president, significantly fewer than those who say they would definitely or probably vote to re-elect him. 36% say that, while 6 out of 10 say they lean heavily against voting for him in 2024. Much like waning presidential approval ratings, that isn't too far afield from the new political normal. 2017, January 2018, Donald Trump's reelect numbers were already down to 36%. Barack Hussein Obama's worst number was 39% in September of 2010. But Biden's case though, the 60% who say they probably would vote for someone else is a bigger number than any poll testing either Trump or Obama on the same question. Biden's negative 24-point spread is worse than Trump's worst, which was only a negative 21. I can't believe Fox has the best numbers for Biden. Maybe that's proof that Fox is tailoring the numbers to make Biden sound better, just so that he'll get a bigger shellacking the next time around. Despite the analysis, it appears to be less about Democrats being wishy-washy on Biden than independents being overwhelmingly unenthused. Perhaps this is more ominous for Democrats, given that most voters are now claiming that they are against Democrats and Joe Biden in general. Why has Biden's reelect number dropped even lower than Obama's lowest low? The answer, of course, is independence. The latest Fox News poll showed that just 6% of independents said they would definitely reelect Biden, 15% they would probably vote to reelect him, and that's only a combined 21% of independents who said they would re-elect biden oh such a shame but for biden and the democrats sometimes the truth hurts white house chief of staff ron Klein has probably never read how to win friends and influence people it was a pretty good book actually why do i say that because ron Klein made stupid comments calling out joe manchin for not supporting biden's spending plan And now Joe Manchin, a man who is not known to hold his tongue, is supposedly furious with Ron Klain. Manchin feels it is up to Klain to try and repair the relationship. Manchin's relationship with the White House is continuing to be closely watched, and Manchin reportedly remains very displeased with the White House's handling of Manchin's opposition to gropey Joe Biden's so-called spending and climate change plan. Social spending, that is. Manchin blames White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain for the difference of opinion between the two Joes at the top of the Democrat Party. Joe Manchin told allies that he believes Ron Klain has pushed Joe Biden to embrace more liberal policy agenda and then says Klain must repair the relationship with him if the Chief of Staff will be involved in any future negotiations involving Manchin. Manchin said he was at his wit's end with Biden's staff the frustration he mentioned when he told Fox News in December he could not support Biden's sweeping so-called Build Back Better plan. A close Manchin confidant, Steve Clemens, later wrote that the senator was particularly ticked off over a White House statement that singled him out after an earlier setback in negotiation over Gropey Joe's plans. With Democrats clutching to only a razor-thin majority in the House and Senate, Manchin's relationship with the White House is of the utmost importance to Gropey Joe's agenda. But Ron Klain is a Democrat, And they don't apologize. They just make excuses for their own failures. Oh, well, their loss is my gain. This is the Truth Hurts Program. Human beings are inherently proud creatures as a whole. As such, human beings sometimes confuse pride with stupidity. For example, some people, a small subset of humanity known as Democrat voters in the USA, are secretly so proud that they cast votes for gropey Joe Biden as president, So, very proud that they will defend that action when directly confronted if they're not too, too ashamed of their decision. They rarely these days will admit that major mistake in their lives openly, even as they look at their own paychecks dwindling, their 401ks dropping, their savings accounts drying up, even when they look at rising interest rates costing them more money to buy a new car or a new house, if they even have a job. Yes, Gropy Joe Biden's prideful administration is claiming the unemployment rate is down. But so many Americans have simply stopped looking for work or they've sat home and racked up some savings of all the money that Gropey Joe Biden and the Democrats have simply handed out that those numbers are artificially low. But the pride that the Democrat Party has in itself and the pride that the voters take in the Democrat Party is proving now to be a disaster. Even when they look at rising crime, increased shootings, stabbings, carjackings, robberies, muggings, rapes, murders, looting, assault and battery, human trafficking. Even as those Democrat voters look at the massive border crisis where millions, yes, millions of illegal, criminal, trespassing, invading immigrants violate our borders with no consequences for their illegal actions. Even when those who voted for Democrats and elected sleepy, creepy, touchy, feely, muttering, puttering, fluttering, shuddering, stuttering, stammering, mumbling, fumbling, crumbling, bumbling, stumbling, tumbling, mopey, dopey, little girl, gropey, name calling man, child, feeble minded, dementia, Alzheimer's patient, your commander in cheat, Joe, you stupid son of a bitch, Biden, his words, not mine, to be the president, those Democrats will not admit they made a mistake. Even when those who voted for Biden go to the gas stations and pay 50 or 60 percent more for fuel under Biden's first year in office than they paid under Trump's last year in office. Even when they go to the grocery store and find empty shelves, rising prices, aisles after aisles after empty aisles. Even when they try to buy furniture and food and building materials, lawn equipment, heating oil, clothing or other life essentials and they find that the prices are up way more than whatever meager little pay raise they might have gotten. Due to Biden's inflation, those same people will defend their votes, their choice, their action, simply because of human pride. Now consider they're not so proud as to ever wear a Biden hat or shirt in public. They'll never fly a Biden flag or banner. They'll never put a Biden bumper sticker on their Prius. No, sir. That might invite people to scoff at them, to laugh at them, to challenge them. Remember, Trump supporters saw that for four plus years as the economy was massively improved, as the job market was filled. My friends, the difference between Biden and Trump is so starkly contrasted, but those Democrats and their pride will never admit it. People will laugh at anyone who claims to support Joe Biden. Many Trump supporters saw this for four plus years. Trump supporters, and the rest of America who actually enjoyed four years of no armed conflicts, of low energy prices, of energy independence, of massive job creation and job growth, of lower prices, of low inflation, they still had to endure four years of mockery, of chastising, of actual assault and battery against them. For informational purposes, how many people were openly, physically attacked, assaulted, punched, kicked, spat upon, simply because they wore a Trump hat or a Trump t-shirt. How many people had their vehicles vandalized, their homes disfigured, their jobs threatened, because they supported Donald Trump? Dozens? Hundreds? Thousands? Tens of thousands? But that was okay back then. That was simply the public giving their free speech options way too much leeway and latitude. Again, those were considered peaceful protests, right? freedom of speech, right? Assault? That was okay if it was anti-Trump. Battery? Again, okay if it was anti-Trump. Destruction of property? You get the picture. But woe is these days to any person who decides to openly call out a Democrat for supporting Joe Biden. Woe is anyone who ever decides to call out Joe Biden. Those people who called Trump a stupid son of a bitch, the orange man, ignorant, non-reader, racist, bigot, homophobe, etc., with no evidence to back up their inane childish name-calling, are now complaining that people are calling out gropey Joe Biden for his dozens, hundreds, thousands of gaffes, missteps, misspoken words, walked-back expressions, name-calling. Meanwhile, the world laughs at the USA, the untied states of America. It was Joe Biden who looked right into a news camera at a news conference and said that he would, quote, fire on the spot, any appointee who was disrespectful in his administration, unquote. Goose, gander, not for Joe Biden. Do as he mumbles, not as he does. When Biden called one Fox News reporter's question, quote, stupid, unquote, a week ago, was that not disrespectful? Yet he keeps his job. When Biden called out Fox White House News correspondent Peter Ducey, a, quote, stupid son of a bitch, unquote, was that not disrespectful? Well, of course it was. Consequences for the president? You know the answer. Democrats have no consequences. They simply walk it back, issue a fake apology, make an excuse for the action, and then move on. And their lackeys, their whipping boys, and the leftist media simply sweep it under the rug. I want to know exactly how high that rug now sits upon all of the dirty crap that's been swept beneath it. With all the stuff swept under the rug... I would venture that rug sits 10 to 12 miles high, or even higher. If Donald Trump ever dared to mispronounce a single syllable in a single word, the media was on him like white on rice. That is not a racist statement. Most rice in the United States is white. When Biden goofs and gaffs and says completely unintelligible things, when he calls Pfizer, AstraZeneca, when he lies and says there are 350 million Americans who got vaccines, when there are only 330 million Americans? Well, that's okay. Double standard? Of course. Biden is supposedly a world leader. So no matter how many passes he gets in the leftist domestic media, Biden, on the world stage, is seen as a feeble, ignorant, senile, weak old man. And the jackals, better known as our nation's enemies, are circling, waiting, watching. And Joe Biden, like most Democrats, is too prideful or just simply too senile to see what is actually happening. So the Democrats will continue to defend Biden's every gaffe, his mistake, his missteps, try to make excuses for his continuing, growing failures. Now, who will end up paying for that pride? Obviously, the answer is you, me, and especially the young men and women that he, Joe Biden, has now put directly in harm's way. The military men and women who joined the service maybe while Trump was president. Those men and women who felt very safe and secure under Donald Trump, who did not cut military spending, who actually increased military spending to keep those men and women safe. Many of our armed service members joined the military while Donald Trump was president during a time where not a single new armed conflict occurred for four full years in office. Now those same men and women, the sons and daughters, the mommies and daddies, the brothers and sisters of our military are in harm's way thanks to Joe Biden. Thanks to the pride of the people who pulled a voting booth lever for Joe Biden. Those who are too proud to open their eyes and see the disaster that their votes have wrought, you bear the direct responsibility for any deaths that occur while Joe Biden is the president of the United States. Oh, don't, 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 don't dare say that's not your fault. You spent four years blaming Donald Trump and blaming those who voted for Donald Trump for everything that happened that you did not agree with. Goose, gander, you betcha. This is the Truth Hurts Program. Today on Follow the Science, we'll take an in-depth look at the entire COVID scandal. (laughs) Follow the Science. Scientists have discovered the Wuhan, China novel coronavirus of 2019, which is apparently a natural mutation from a coronavirus that occurred when a bat in a wet market in Wuhan, China spread the first known case of this disease to a person in the human population. The, science. the U.S. issued a travel ban from China to stop the spread of the Wuhan, China novel coronavirus of 2019. We must no longer call this the Wuhan, China novel coronavirus of 2019. We will call it COVID 19.
1: F-f-f- follow the science. There is no need for everyone to be wearing a mask. Only frontline healthcare workers and those with the virus should have to wear a mask. Follow the science. Everyone needs to wear a mask. Follow the science. Cloth masks are very effective. Save all the surgical and N95 masks for first responders. follow the science. We need just 14 days to flatten the curve. Everyone could just quarantine themselves for 14 days. We will have this thing under control. f follow the science. If you mask for 100 days, we'll be done with all this pandemic business by the 4th of July of 2020. f follow the science. Herd immunity is possible. f follow the science. One mask is not enough. We are urging everyone to wear two masks. You wear two, and everyone else wears two, and we will get this thing under control. Follow the science. No remedies are valid except those approved by Dr. Fucci and the CDC. Follow the science. Herd immunity is not possible. Everyone needs to take the vaccines. Follow the science. If you take the vaccine, you can't catch COVID. Follow the science. If you take the vaccine, you might still get COVID and you might still be able to spread COVID. We are urging everyone to get a booster. Follow the science. If you take the vaccine and get a booster shot and wear a mask and stay socially distanced, you can't spread COVID and you can't get COVID. Follow the science. Take the vaccine, get two booster shots, wear two masks, isolate yourself at home, use hand sanitizer, wash your hands every five minutes, but don't use cloth masks because cloth masks are not effective. Stay socially distanced. You can still get and you can still spread COVID, but you might not get it as bad. You might still get it as bad, but you might not. Follow the science.
0: Follow the science is an information medical program provided by the United States government. The Joe Biden, Camelto Harris administration, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the National Institutes for Health, and the COVID Wuhan China virology lab, where it all began, by Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, AstraZeneca, and of course by the makers of N ninety five masks. This program was pre-recorded.
1: F-f-f- follow the
0: science. I am about to play you a four minute song by a band called the Meters. George Porter Jr., Alan Toussaint, the Neville brothers all participated in one iteration of the Meters or another in the New Orleans music scene for generations. When I was a young boy, they came out with this song. They all axed for you. It was about the Audubon Zoo. And now I'm learning today that John James Audubon the founder of the Audubon Nature Institute, the Audubon Zoo, the Audubon Aquarium of the Americas. Probably the one name in the world most associated with ornithology, bird watching, was John James Audubon. In the 1820s, he traveled the continent of North America, cataloging and drawing all of the native birds of our land. His detailed, realistic life-sized illustrations were really quite unprecedented for their time Universities, public buildings, streets, bridges, and parks have been named after the man. But in today's society of cancel culture, the name Audubon is now a bad word. I searched for the song I'm about to play for you for about 15 minutes and kept running into, we're sorry this song is no longer available. We're sorry this video is no longer available. Why? because the cancel culture has gotten to Audubon. And now even Maryland Audubon Group has changed its name because supposedly John James Audubon at one time, long before slavery was abolished, when it was still legal sanctioned commerce in the United States, owned a trading post and supposedly slaves may have been bought and sold at that trading post. Many environmental organizations are now grappling with what are now being called the racist legacies of founders and namesakes in the wake of the nation's ongoing clamoring, known as the woke social justice movement. And this has now led to one local organization in Maryland, the Audubon Naturalist Society, to change its name, dropping the word Audubon altogether. For many people, the word is associated not with a person, but the birds and the wildlife conservation movement. The powerhouse is the national Audubon organization with a budget of more than 120 million annually, a constellation of more than 450 chapters and independent Audubon groups around the country and indeed around the world, many of them having held that name for a 100 years or more. And in New Orleans, Audubon Park, the second largest public park in the city. The Audubon Aquarium of the Americas, one of the finest um, indoor aquariums in the world, actually. The Audubon Nature Institute. And of course, the Audubon Zoo all bear the name of this famous individual. But now, someone says he traded in everything, some of the birds he even killed, He would draw them, then he would sell them in the shop or eat them for dinner. Human trafficking for him was another kind of commerce. The history didn't sit well with the Audubon Naturalist Society in Montgomery County, Maryland. So now they've decided to start a movement to get rid of anything with the name Audubon. Today's program may be the very last time you will ever get to hear the song about the Audubon Zoo, so please enjoy it while you can. It's about four minutes long, but I think well worth it.
2: They all act for you. They all.
0: woke the progressive the liberals the socialists and their cancel culture I'd like to cancel every rap song and every hip-hop song in which the n-word is used but for me to say that is somehow racist and now to cancel the Audubon zoo the Audubon name in my opinion is racist in the other direction two wrongs don't make a right that's all the time we have for this edition of the truth hurts program I hope you enjoyed the song Go out there and try to make it a great day before you, too, get canceled for your opinion. Thank you for listening. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. We apologize if you are offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audio Nautics.